Whenever we uh, try to do something a little bit different, sometimes it can be a little bit of a glitch of things, but we are up and running. We are up and running, folks. Again, we are um, rolling right now. I just want to double check things. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Boy, if you are on vacation this week, what a week that you have found yourself, folks. And why not go to Rhode Island's number one garden center it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. What a beautiful, nice, sunny day on this Monday. And if you picked this week vacation, folks, the weather that we're experiencing is really remarkable. Saturday was beautiful. Yesterday was fantastic. Today is fantastic. And it's going to start to get warmer, but the weather is still just Amazing, folks. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Why not? This is good weather. You can be outside. I encourage everyone, as a matter of fact, to be outside enjoying this uh, fantastic weather. They are a full service, you bet it, uh, nursery, full scale, everything you need to make your property just stand out and really pop. Stop it and see them. Full uh, scale nursery. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. All right. I want to welcome everybody in that is uh, tuning in. We do our live stream on Facebook. By the way, look for them on Facebook. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. I want to say good afternoon to uh, everyone. This is one of these broadcasts where we're both on Facebook. And then we're also, in fact, on YouTube. And then we're even on Twitter, as a matter of fact. So, um, one, I agree to do this just because then it's easier for us to have a guest on. And we're going to talk to Pat Cordalesa coming up. It becomes a little more difficult that way. Hi there, Joseph and uh, Lois and everyone. Hello, hello, one and all. Thank you for everyone, by the way. That was, uh, that was really tremendous. Saturday night, we were on Newsmax. Um, huge, huge numbers. The numbers coming in, I did a double take when I, when I uh, saw the numbers that popped for that. Um, I think the official number is going to come in. It was it, obviously, it, you know, more than one million. But it was. Um, I, is it possible that I'm seeing that there were five million people that were that were watching um, the Trump rally on? Saturday night out of uh, out of Alaska, and that was that was a lot of fun to be on. <clears throat> and we're, you know, we had a minor glitch on Saturday. You know, the uh, just to set it up, folks. What happens is, and I and I recognize fully recognize some people. Why, you know, why didn't you give us more notice? Well, number one, because you're uh, you're kind of standing on on deck, and it's it's not guaranteed that you're going to be on. So as a result of that, I hesitate to, you know, really pump it like it's definitely happening because sometimes when I've, I've done that in the past, oh, good. And we are live on uh, YouTube. Good afternoon to everybody on you. The YouTube page is really taking off, folks. You can see a lot of the video uh, that we, well, we posted everywhere. We try to be everywhere. But just so people understand, it's, you know, someone was saying, well, if I had gotten more notice that you were going to, well, <clears throat> what happened was. You never know with with President Trump, for instance, if he if he hits the stage exactly at the moment on time, well, then there's a very good chance I'm not going to be on. And so I'm, I'm reluctant to tell people, you know, like I years ago, I knew someone that they were part of a, 
um, they were part of the filming. I won't say which film, but they were involved with a, a film that was being done locally. And so the night of the premiere, you know, they got a limo. They brought all their friends and family. And what they didn't realize was that they had been edited out, <laughs> edited out of the film, which is like so cruel. So. So as a result of that, listen, I've been I've been sometimes you're going to be on and then something happens, you get bumped. In. So in that particular situation, it's a little bit of a it's it's fluid. And when I'm dealing with the, the folks at Newsmax who are just terrific and um, and it was really fun being on with uh, and for those that saw it. And again, I we normally have that right away, but we were on with uh, Bianca de la Garza, who people may remember. She was just fantastic. She was a huge star in in Boston. And, um, and so, um, as of, as a result of that, um, you just never, you know, you never, you never know if in fact it's guaranteed that you're, that you're going to be on. So, um, so as a result of that, but it turned out, obviously I was, and it was a great, great appearance. Um, some better than others. I mean, I'm one can be objective. I can be objective that sometimes uh, the appearances are are really good, and then other times they don't go exactly. But this one was really fun because out of the box, they were then asking me about Senator Mac, and I I also um and I want to touch on that, folks, um, because there are there are some people that are posting things on the page that either don't know what they're talking about or they're paying attention to the wrong talking points. So, um, for instance, someone posted on Facebook, like, stop posting. No, 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 What do you mean stop posting, what, the picture of her behind up in the air upside down? Hey, guess what? We're going to show it every day from now till Election Day. What, uh, unless you're a member of the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party wants the story to go away. The Democrat Party... McKee, everybody locally, they don't want anyone focusing, Seth Magazine, or they don't want any focus on that. You know why? Because it's embarrassing. There's nothing positive about it. No one with a brain has defended her. So stop with the, oh, stop giving her the attention. We're going to give her all the attention she wants. And this business that some people are putting that, well, there's no such thing as bad publicity, as I'd like to say. Oh, really? Ask Anthony Weiner about that. Ask former Congressman Anthony Weiner about that. Ask some of the former politicians in Rhode Island. Really, nothing, no, no such thing as negative publicity? Ask Michael Neary about that. The guy that was going to run in CD2, the congressional race, and then he got arrested in, in Ohio. You know, that's a falsehood. That may work, you know. Publicity, all publicity, that maybe worked for years ago, Madonna, or maybe it works for <clears throat> Kim Kardashian, or maybe it worked for Paris Hilton. You know, do you see the, maybe it works if you're trying to build publicity for a film or someone has a new song out. But this business that there's, there's no such thing as bad publicity for someone trying to run for office, <clears throat> you're completely wrong. And stop showing, no, 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 wrong. She doesn't get off that easy. The talking point that she's going with, that the media is using, 
And that is that, oh, see, she was doing this to just raise attention for issues. Complete BS. She is immature. She was too immature for to hold office. Her goals, priorities are not the goals and priorities. She is not a serious candidate. For someone to say, the only way I'm going to get someone to pay attention to the housing problem is for me to go on a beach, go upside down, and shake my behind at the camera, that, that, that's moronic. That's embarrassing. It's also not true. Now, the local media, number one, it is true. Some of them are. Somewhat, they're intimidated by her. She's not afraid to throw her race around. She's not afraid. She, she identifies herself as a black queer woman. So she is not afraid. As we've talked about, if you don't like her, oh, that's because she's openly gay. If you don't like her, oh, okay, it's because she's a woman. Oh, you don't like her? You must be a racist. It's because she's black. There's never anything. It doesn't enter her mind, her brain, that it could be just her position on things, her views on things. So this business of stop giving her the publicity. I like these people saying, oh, no, this is the new way. (coughs) This is the new TikTok generation. I'll believe that when someone actually gets elected. In the meantime, you know what that is? That's poor talking points. Traditionally, young people don't vote. I see nothing to change my mind. You know what always keeps happening? What keeps happening is that people keep saying that this is going to be the election, that young people are going to decide it, and they always let you down. You know who votes? Older people vote. Taxpayers vote. Elderly vote. So if someone wants to convince me, I'll tell you what, if she blows out her opponent, in the primary, then we can revisit it. In the meantime, you don't know what you're talking about. And it wouldn't be the first time. There were people, you know, as I'd like to bring up, there are people um, that say, oh, you watch. This was um, in, in last year in 20, 2021. You watch. They're just warming it up. Biden's going to step aside. Harris will be president by Memorial Day. Then Memorial Day, oh, no, you wait, 4th of July, Biden's gone. Then we hit 4th of July, oh, by Labor Day. He's not even going to be there by Labor Day. Then it became Thanksgiving. Then it became Christmas. You watch how many people posting, he's just warming it up. No, see, he's going to step aside, and then she's going to be the first female of color president So, no, you watch. Mark my words. Harris will be president by Memorial Day 2022. Well, we just passed the 4th of July. At what point do some of you realize that either A, you don't know what you're talking about, or B, you're listening to the wrong people? And for the certain members of the media, and they're out there, to be saying, oh, no, she's shrewd. Oh, see, everyone fell for it. Very calculated. Look at this, Bobby Fox. Look at all the free airtime publicity she's getting. For what, though? Yeah, she's a national laughingstock. She's not, she's not selling a rap album. I was on Newsmax on Saturday night. The first thing they had, bro, Rhode Island. Oh, that senator. First thing. Tucker Carlson has the number one show in cable television. Folks, locally... Channel 12 didn't do a story on it until Friday night. 
Channel 10 redid the story Thursday night after they got her to, to talk about it. Gara Verducci, she did this to get attention. She's getting everything she asked for. She'll get her own reality show. No, she won't. All right, now, first of all, she's getting everything she asked for. Um, no, she's not. This was not the publicity she intended on getting. She'll get her own reality show. That would mean someone would have to pick it up. How many reality shows are based in Rhode Island? There's been one caught in Providence. She'll get her own reality show of what? Her doing what? Because she's not going to be a state senator. She will lose in the primary. The, the real voters of her district don't want her representing them. Anyone who's a mature adult over the age of 35 is not going to vote for her. She wanted a fluke election. Harold Metz had been there for a long time. People thought, why not give someone else a chance? And she got in. <coughs> um, yes. Only that it's we vote her in. Well, yes, that's how I respond to stupid comments. That is. Here's another one. Juan, welcome to 22. This is the TikTok YouTube generation. This is our sad future. She may be governor next someday. Disagree. Yes. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. See, you're, you're going by this talking point that, listen, if she suddenly this worked and suddenly she was rocketing in the polls and suddenly that's all anyone was talking about. Well, then that would be different. But let's wait to see. I am telling you that's not going to happen. And, 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 and otherwise, you know, she can't even keep. I'm tempted to play. I give Ted Nisi a lot of credit because how he had the patience to listen. She is so full of BS. She is so full of herself. BS. He even said to her, do you regret? Do, no, no, because it's, it's not drawing attention to anything. Since this happened a week ago, has one person said, you know, I first started watching Senator Mack because of her upside down on the beach, shaking her behind. But now I'm really intrigued by her housing. But no, no, no one. None of it is going to see the light of day. She's going to lose in the September primary. She was maybe going to lose in the September primary. Now she's definitely going to lose in the September primary. Now, the only thing she's now known for is the upside down. And for her to say, well, I mean, I was at the beach. That's how people dress at the, no, no one is saying that it was a video of you in a bikini at the beach. That's not news. You didn't post this on your personal account. You posted this on your TikTok account. Do I give her any credit for this? No, no. She's an idiot. She's an immature child, idiot, who, see, she doesn't take it serious. And so, therefore, people don't take her seriously. How can you take her seriously? She's been coddled by the local media. That, is, that part is true. But somehow she's a mastermind and everyone's falling for it. I told you, you got to give her points. Yeah, let me let me say, is she being praised in her coverage? Is she being praised nationwide? Did Tucker Carlson do three nights 
praising her? Did Greg Gutfeld bring her up as, you know, I got to hand it to her. She's, no, zero. There's a difference between, you go way back when Ron Meekley did a press conference with Lester, Lester the pig. And it was about all of, you know, the pork, Lester pork or whatever it was that that St. Germain was bringing back. That was an effective use to draw attention to something. Not this. If this were smart, if this were effective, if this was something that was truly going to work, then Senator Mack would have done it for Channel 10. Senator Mack would have, hey, Ted Nisi, you want to see me twerk upside down? Did she do that? How come, by the way, neither one of them, 10 or 12, even asked her to do it? Oh, no, now she's in a professional shoot. Now Senator Mack is trying to say, oh, no, I'm authentic. You know, people with poor vocabulary, you know, that's her rationale. See, if she's in a meeting or she's talking and she's dropping F-bombs, hey, that's just because she's keeping it real. That's just she's just being authentic. Is it possible that it's immature? Is it possible instead that it's inappropriate? Is that? Oh, no. See, they don't even know the word inappropriate. They don't know the word unprofessional because whatever they do, that's just the way it is. Right. If she's at dinner and she wipes her mouth with the tablecloth instead of the napkin, that that's just she's just keeping it real. I'm just being myself. It's a poor excuse, which she's about to find out is the voters have no desire for someone that doesn't take it serious. And Justin Katz last hour raised a really good point, And that is that it's, it's got to be a two way street. So if she has succeeded in anything. She has succeeded in intimidating. I still think intimidating the media. They're afraid of her. You know, she tweeted at me on Saturday. Oh, why are you obsessed about me? Why am I obsessed? You were on Tucker Carlson three nights in a row. Okay, let's just in no particular order. Let's name the local now, local state senators or reps that were on Tucker Carlson three nights in a row. Let's see. There's no one other than her. She was featured on Gutfeld. She was featured on Newsmax and all in a laughing manner. There's nothing brave about it. There's nothing courageous about it. There was nothing calculating about it. There was nothing genius about it. I've spoken to other young. I've spoken to young people since this came out. What do you think about it? You know what all the result was? I didn't I don't think it was appropriate. I don't think it was appropriate. Now, she said, hey, you know, I'm this queer black woman and I can twerk upside down. And when I go to dance clubs, twerking is peace and love. And that that's again, these are ridiculous talking points. That's like Michael Jackson being asked of, you know, what? Why did you have a 10 year old boy sleeping in your bed? Oh, a bed. there's nothing more loving than offering someone you sleep in my bed in a 15 room home. I'll sleep on the floor next to you. No, that didn't make sense. <clears throat> okay, she happens to be a, as she, her words, Tara Mack's words, a black queer woman. Okay, let's make her white and let's make her heterosexual. So a female candidate who's running for office is going to have a campaign video 
that shows her doing lap dances for people trying to get their votes. Is that she's genius for getting attention that way. She's so calculating. See, that's the new way. Young kids respond to that. That's hey, that's the TikTok generate wrong. No, people would say you're not serious in, in that fashion. That's the way that goes. Folks, this portion of the program at 12, uh, 1226. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Hey, listen, I run the page. And if you put something stupid, I, I, I'm going to call you out on it. Period. So is that the way you talk? Yes, that's the way I talk. It is. If you're going to put something stupid, I'm going to disagree with it. And I will call you out on it. And if you can't handle it, then don't post on the Blanken page, period. I can't stand. No, I'm not going to put up with stupid comments. So the same person, I was listening to the station. I Wrong. I wasn't listening either. Free airtime. No, totally ridiculous. Is that the way you talk? Yes, it is. Can't handle it. Listen, no one, is, she didn't get enough, well, whatever. <clears throat> She, you, no one is forcing you to post on the page. You want to post on your own page? Go ahead. Good, thank you. This is no genius. It's immaturity is what it is. She's slick. She's smart. The cackle. I got to give her points. Points. You're kissing up to her. Any member of the media that says, I got to hand it to her. She's really getting attention. What? What type of attention? It's a double standard. Thank you, Frank DiLorenzo. I also heard talk host talking about it was very clever and calculated. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, and all right, enough of you, some of you, like, with the, the stupid memes, there's nothing original about it. It is vulgar. Ugh, again, do I have to ban you? Mike Long, knock it off. We have our own memes. Post on your own page. What happened to my freedom of speech? You don't have freedom of speech. It's my blanking page. There's no freedom of speech. Then some of you wonder why, oh, Juan, I've been in a Facebook jail. Gee, what a surprise. No way. I can't believe that. Really? You've been in Facebook jail. I find that impossible to believe. Listen, I'm not operating that way. Stupid. At least, listen, put your own work. Come up with something. Originality, creativity. See how smart she is wrong. She just wants people to, to not like this. She doesn't want people talking about her this way. So, all right, let me just communicate with our guest here. Did you, do you have the link? Did you, did you find, did you get the link? I'm trying to have. I emailed you the link. I want to do the video part of it. I sent the new one. We're supposed to be having Pat Cordalesa. Listen, we have the ability to have a video guest. If we have the ability to have a video guest, I want to have a video guest. I don't think I'm asking too much. I'm so mad I don't have the the um, Newsmax video yet. Yes. How come? If it was so calculating, why didn't she do it for Channel 10 and Channel 12? 
you know, that was the um, that was the Frank Caprio thing. Do you regret saying shove it? No, I'm going to start saying it to everybody. <laughs> if they're not going to pass my budget, I'm going to tell them to shove it. If they're not going to do that. I'm going to tell them to shove it. And then, you know, then he's like chasing his tail. Like as if anyone actually believes that. All right. Am I shooting too high here? Thinking Pat can do the, the link. It should be fine. I'll give him another minute. Should I try to? I'm going to send him. Pat, I know you're listening. I'm going to try to send you one more new link. All right. Invite. She is an embarrassment. Oh, I got to give her points. Nope. She's smart for doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Show me the young kids that think it's really smart. No one. And if anything. All right, Pat, I'm going to send you a new link. Pat Cordalesa. There you go. All right. He should be appearing at the bottom. And then we'll bring you right on, Pat. As soon as you're on, we're ready for you to join us. Um, as I have talked about, listen, they can always pretend. Well, that's how young people. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how young people relate. Is her account doing much better on TikTok? 100%. If she, by the way, I, as I've said, I'm going to stick with, here's my prediction. She's going to lose, and she's going to lose badly in the in the primary. And the uh, members of the media that are obsessed with her or they're intrigued by her or, you know, I heard on Channel 12 that the reporter that covers Providence, they felt it was a conflict to do the interview because she's friendly with Mac um, if, if her whole goal is to just, I, I just want to, maybe that's what she wants to do. Maybe there is someone, you know, the person that said a reality show, like, I don't know about that, but her TikTok account, which is, it's not hard to build up. It's, it, excuse me. It is hard to build up. TikTok is content. It's not easy. I saw her a week ago. She had 20,000 likes and uh, she didn't have a lot of followers. Now she's got 17,000 followers and she's closing in on 70,000 likes. Well, she's definitely hit gold. If she, if her goal was to just have a big TikTok account, then she's on her way. She's doing well. And now she's trying to, I'm doing it all to, I'm doing it all to try to get attention for my issues. So here's how she describes herself. She has two accounts, Rhode Island State Senator D6, rugby player, abortion funder, black and queer. That's how she describes herself. She could have come out if she had posted this on her personal account. I don't think it's the story. I think it was on a personal account. She could just say, hey, that's my personal business. I wanted to go to the beach. And um, what's happening here, Pat? What is happening? I'm happy. I'm uh, we're trying to bring on Pat Cordalesa. Um, if, if she had said, hey, that was on my personal account, it's none of your business, I don't even think a lot of people would have gone with that. Because I think they may have said that it's just her personal account. But it wasn't her personal account. But the media definitely locally now gave her a free pass. Did Tucker Carlson give her a free pass? Did Greg Gudfeld give her a free pass? Did uh, the people on Newsmax give her a free No, of course not. No one with a brain gave her a free pass. But locally, 
they are intimidated by her. But my prediction is she will lose the September primary. And one year from now, she will not even, she won't even be living in Rhode Island. Listen, she ended up here because she went to Brown. I think she got her master's in Boston. She's obviously educated. She's also not young. I think she's 28. She was 26 when she got elected. Uh, So I believe one year from now, she won't even be living in Rhode Island. So there are organizations. There are organizations that want activists. There are organizations that want someone that's that's not afraid of the spotlight. There are act, there are organizations that want an activist who will, you know, she is an abortion provider. She works in that field. She teaches sex ed. She is openly gay, very comfortable with that. She's a female, Ivy League degree, woman of color. There is some organization out there that I think will say, hey, we will hire you. You have to move to pick a place, New York or Boston or Washington, D.C., what have you. And we'd love to have you work for us. But I just don't think the people that want to hire her are the voters of of her district, which is the sixth. I don't think so. Uh, People aren't going to want to do interviews about it. People, I think, are going to. Um, this is going to be one of those elections. Who who wants? To, they don't want to have people coming after them. No, they're not going to make a, a a huge deal about it. But they're not. They're not going to want to um to be bothered with something like that, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show, it's brought by J Perry Paving. Call them today, J Perry. Repaving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, free estimate for any project. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving, and they'll give you a free quote. Whether it is residential, commercial, seal coating, patios, J. Perry Paving. Uh, they're a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs no matter how big, how small, brand new paving project, or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. Call them today, 401 732 1730 for J. Perry Paving. You know, I'll tell you with the media, number one, in the Channel 12 interview they did with her on the Friday. Again, I'm going to talk about the Cumberland story in just a moment. But the story, the interview they did with her, I may play clips of this next hour. Why not? They don't even ask that she put out that video against the Senate president. Why wasn't that asked? This this was either an interview with conditions. Why wouldn't you say, hey, while we're at it, why did you take to TikTok? And why did you go after Senate President Dominic Ruggiero over something that, that happened uh, in the 80s. But nope, not even a question on that. Nope, not even a question on on uh, on that. Why not ask her about that? Why not ask her about that? And also, what I, um, you would think, okay, I have you. You posted where you're going after the Senate president. So now that I got a camera on you and you go, you're all mic'd up. Why not repeat what you said? But nope, nothing like that. You know, I also, um, 
no one in the media will ask her about it, but I'll ask her about it. And by the way, I did interview Senator Mack. I'll play that. I interviewed her. Uh, it was last May, and she's ridiculous. And it was at the, um, it was last May, right across from where there was a shooting. There was a shooting right on Camp Street, the Billy Taylor Playground. And um, this was after the big gang shooting. And I, um, I interviewed her. I'm going to play a clip of that coming up. Because where she is so immature in her ideas are just ridiculous is that she would not, I said, okay, you're talking about, she doesn't, her big thing is forget about defund the police. Her big thing is she says, I want to abolish the police. And she's so proud of herself about that, you know, as if it's like accomplishing something. How is that? You're not accomplishing anything by that. So there's a shooting and I suddenly she's there. So I start interviewing her about that. And um, I said, okay, so you've been talking about, you know, defunding and abolishing the police. Now that there's a police shooting right here on your street, do you still feel that way? Oh, yeah, I still feel that way. I mean, it's just it's just a total joke. So and of course, um, nowhere if you go on her social media, you can go on her Facebook. She's mainly nowhere does she have anything about Maya Brophy Behrman, who was shot and killed in her district. That's District six, August 1st. And I'll go a step farther. Not only. Has she never mentioned Maya's name? But I had reports that Senator Mack was even encouraging people. Um, you know, the whole thing, don't, don't snitch, don't talk to the police. Nope, you can't trust the police, don't talk to the police. I had, had heard that, that she was one of the ones encouraging people with information to not cooperate as they were investigating the, um, into the, the, the horrible murder Last it was last August first of of Maya. Um, does that sound like a leader to you? Of course, the media they don't ask her about it. I think I have. Yeah, this is um, where I I notice her and I go up and start talking Street. to her. So now is uh, is this uh, more of the cause you were saying about the shooting the other day on uh, Carolina Avenue about it's because of bot, uh, poor water and asthma? It's because of bad water. I mean, there's a lot of systemic issues that lead to it. This is a community that is still fighting for quality education. Uh, just this week, we had a principal resign. There are many systemic issues that are not just about the guns are on the street, but are about families who want access to housing, who don't have hope, who want access to jobs. And Isn't this about criminals? This is not about criminals. This is not about criminals. Like the shooting the other night's not about criminals? Criminals don't just appear out of nowhere. They come from systemic problems. Right. But in order to solve it for the residents, shouldn't the city have the gang database reinstated? I don't believe so. I think we need, don't. To, invest, I think we need to invest more into the communities. But what, what, but what would be the harm in knowing who some of the criminals are in the community? It would be the harm in preventing someone from a life of gang activity by giving them access to affordable housing, quality jobs, wages, and hope. Now, you know someone was shot and killed in Oneyville last time. I do know that. So we had 
eight people shot on Thursday night, a fatality last night, and two people shot here. Don't you think this is a time for something automatic to be done? Yeah, and I think this... What you're talking about, that's more of society adjusting things. I think things. affordable housing and investment in affordable housing can be automatic. There have been people who've been fighting for it, like myself, at the State House this year. I mean, this is your neighborhood, Camp Street. Yes. So now, but right now, what is your reaction? And again, folks, with us is uh, Senator Tiara Mack. Um, right now, Tara, I'm sorry. Tiara. One more time. Tiara. Tiara. Right, so, Tiara. Um, Providence is right now the largest outdoor shooting range in the in the state. Yes, it's unfortunate. So, so well, why not? Help. Why not more effective, aggressive policing? Because that won't solve the reasons why there are people on the streets to begin with. Right, but it'll make people safer. They didn't prevent the shooting, the 11 shootings that happened in the last three days. The police have not prevented those 11 shootings of young people and family members who've been shot in the last few days. No, you, you have talked about abolish the police. Do you still feel that way? I think we need to rethink the supports that our communities need in order to survive. We have folks out here who felt like they had no other option besides to fight for uh, whatever it was. They don't have access to quality education. They don't have access to affordable housing. They're being pushed out of neighborhoods that their grandparents and their parents have lived in for generations. I think it's an issue of um, feeling hopeless, and that sometimes comes out in the violence that we see here. But I think it is more violent to tell people that they don't deserve housing, they don't deserve a living wage, and they don't deserve high-paying jobs. What about just following the law? Not everyone's a criminal. There are poor people that don't resort to that. Do you just accept the fact that there's sometimes amongst us, everywhere in the world, there were criminals? No, I, I don't think people are inherently bad, and I think that is a very uh, scary way to live the world, thinking that there are inherently criminals around us. I believe in the good of all people, and if we can invest more resources into the people around us and build communities that are safe and fruitful for everyone, then we can have um, a much safer society for everyone. Right. That's more theory. I mean, how do you think the people here or the you people on Carolina, Carolina, how do you think they would feel if you said, let's get rid of the, um, let's get rid of the police and bring in the social workers? Well, I, would, I haven't asked that question yet, so. Okay. And you're very firm in your belief. You just feel right now, with all the shootings that are going on, that you still feel abolish and defund the police. Those are your convictions. I think we need to invest in communities, and I think that's the most pressing issue right now. But let me ask you this. As an elected representative, when you preach to children, defund and abolish the police, and then hold up, then when there's a crime and they don't cooperate, don't you feel some responsibility yes. that you have led yes. to the criminal activity because people aren't cooperating that's with right. police? Yep. I don't believe that is a cause and effect that has happened. You don't think that when you say abolish, defund the police, that doesn't have an effect on children? No, I do not. I don't. Nope. So you know, are you, a, are you a... I'm more than happy to have with you, but okay. not right now when my community is hurting. I know. When there was a shooting right down the street from my home. That's a conversation I'm more than happy to have with you at a later time. It's much broader than something that we can have in two minutes. And I appreciate you coming out here to take coverage of this unfortunate event that's happened. I mean, can, can you even believe... Good afternoon, folks. At 1245, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I mean, that that is her. That was last May. Um, see, everything is theory with her, right? They don't deal in, she doesn't deal in reality. You can see that video. It's on the website, petro.com. I think I also have that. I think I have that. Um, yeah, 
I think I have that on YouTube as well. I should probably reshare it from from YouTube. But what an absolute I mean, have you ever heard anything? She she is just it, it's just it's ridiculous. Who would think that? Who would think that? Um even in light of that at a gang shooting and she's still talking about defunding and abolishing the police. And I also want to mention that there's a there's a cause and effect her actions there's a cause and effect when she you know tells kids don't trust the police don't believe the police that's you you can't then walk away and say you're not having impact so but what i take away from all of this is and and i also want to I still come back to uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe was saying that I may be angry at her and Tucker Carlson's angry. I'm not angry at her. I just think she is not. I don't think she has the right temperament for a public office. I think she's very immature. She's not serious about it. <clears throat> I don't think she's a serious candidate. Has By the way, that has nothing to do with race or gender or sexual preference. Um, she's just she's just not. She got in on a fluke. You know, it's got her started. And now she'll be off on, I think, after September. She may find an opportunity that takes her outside of outside of Rhode Island. That's that's my prediction. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday, it's brought by G Broadway Appliance and TV. Hey, listen, this is going to be a... A very warm week. Stop by Jay's Broadway Appliance. You can call them at 401-949-7800. 401-949-7800. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. They've been in business since 1963. They've evolved into a business new generation kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking showroom. You deal directly with the owner. They will match or beat any package deal. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. They also still have a great selection on grills. But listen, get in there and get an air conditioner before one of these heat waves really kicks in. And they have air conditioners for windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos. And also washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Pop in and see them right down from Apple Valley Mall, Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Folks, again, we have a lot of content on the website, dipetro.com and dipetro.com, which is brought by the Coesed Inn. Stop in and see them. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Now, speaking of the website to petro.com right now it's 1249 on this monday now i'm going to share with you right now a story the valley breeze doesn't have this story the providence journal doesn't have this story channel 10 channel 12 blah 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 do not have this story now chan uh, the valley breeze has the story Hewer deaths devastate family and community But what I'm going to tell you right now, when was that posted? June 30th. Okay, so last Thursday, right? Yes. 
So what I'm going to tell you right now will most likely you'll read in August in the Valley Breeze. And it is on the website, depetro.com. Um, <clears throat> and I, I want to be, I, I put it and we posted it. For those people that follow, no, we've been investigating that story. I feel very confident, 100%, with the information that we've developed through different sources of police, first responders, uh, family, friends of the family. But what happened in Cumberland, it's on the website, depetro.com. It is tragic. It is also what people initially thought. But because the investigation is still taking some time, people started to gravitate towards that perhaps it was it was something other than what it first seemed. Um, but I can report to you, and again, you're, you're going to read this. If you go to the website right now, petro.com, you can read this on Monday, July 11th. You, you, you might read it in the Valley Breeze August 11th, maybe, whenever the police. I spoke to the police, Cumberland police, who, by the way, I want to commend. They've done a fantastic job. This is a tough story. Uh, I have a lot of respect for the new chief there. They're doing their best they can. This is a difficult story. When I spoke to them, they said that they're still weeks away. Because of testing that they have to have done, the couple were found uh, on the... Now, that's all the police, the Cumberland police told me on the record. I've done other investigating, talking to different people. And what I have learned is it is true. Everything you heard was, in fact, that they were killed and they were found on the first floor of their home. Um, At this point... When I posted this on Friday, police had not deemed this a murder-suicide, still investigating. And it's my understanding, we feel very confident in our reporting and information that it will be deemed that of a murder-suicide. What has thrown it off a little bit, and I recognize there are three children here. This is not something that, that anyone should have to deal with. I feel terrible for Courtney's family. I feel terrible for Eric's family. Um, I don't know them. I didn't know them. And yes, it's it's terrible what happened. But one of the reasons that we posted this on DePetro.com is the speculation around Cumberland that this could lead to another arrest should should stop. It's it's not gonna be that way. It's gonna be be what people thought it was. Um, we have information on the website that no one else has. Because we cover and get to people that no one else does, period. Both victims um, were found with two two gunshot wounds. And the shooter, two self-inflicted gunshot wounds. I'm just going to say this. We're not going to dwell on it. But it's my understanding that one of the reasons why the outcome of this investigation is taking longer because it is true. People that say, what would be taking so long? If it's a murder-suicide, why wouldn't the police just come out and announce it? It's it's my understanding that that the shooter had two self-inflicted gunshot wounds. And as a result of that, 
it, 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 it's not, it's, it's uncommon, but not ruled out. That happens sometimes. Um, I, I don't know. And I'm not going to speculate as the motive, what happened. Police may know that and release that information. Police may know that and may not release that information. I'm not, you know, sure that really matters at this point. What matters is there are three children and the extended family and friends that have to deal with this. Um, but I, I was getting, starting to get almost daily information of people saying there's a rumor floating around, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling you, it's not the case. So you'll just know it'll come down at some point over the next few weeks. And then you'll say, okay, he was right. That's actually exactly what happened. Um, the rest of the media won't have that until the police report comes out. But any speculation about different theories or suspect or that there could be an arrest, I'm not saying it is going to come to a halt. But for those of you that do want to know, at least I'm trying to give you the ammunition to tell you that that is not going to be the case. That is not going to be the case. And it, it still doesn't change the fact that there were three children that lost both their parents. And how and the events that led up to that, I, I don't know. We may never know. I'm not going to speculate about it. I don't know how someone reaches that point. I don't. How someone reaches that point. That point where they take out their spouse and then turn the, the gun on themselves. You don't. Um, there's, there, there's obviously, there is a, um, whether it's, if it's a variety of different things. It's substance abuse problems. There are out, outskirts of the pandemic. The, 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 no one at this point, I don't think, can deny. But there's definitely a mental health problem in, in the country. And people with challenges that then have access to a weapon, we're seeing what some of the results can be. And again, I'm not, hey, that bodega owner in, in uh, Harlem, he was being attacked and he stabbed the guy to death and they arrested him. Um, in Philadelphia, there was a 73-year-old man walking near his home and a pack of seven children, ages 13 to 17, at quarter of three in the morning, Back at the end of June last month, they knocked him down with a traffic cone that was like construction. 73-year-old man walking alone by his house. And he hit his head on the pavement. And then they, they hit him again with it. And those things are heavy. And, and he died in the hospital the next day. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's a, a gun discussion. Peggy Noonan had a really good piece about the, the 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 recent shooters are frightening. They they're they're deranged. They are. They're they're scary individuals. Um and and somehow, you know, for the father of the spring you know, the Illinois shooting to then admit that he bought the son the weapon and doesn't see anything wrong with it. There's I mean there's a real breakdown here. 
Um, it was a good story in the New York Times. After another mass shooting, questions loom about the role of parents. You know, people worrying about their children being victims of mass shooting. A different nightmare is becoming of that as parents are afraid that what if, in fact, it's their son that pulls the trigger. But Peggy Noonan, why crime is scarier now? She had a good piece in the Wall Street Journal. And she just had a, a good quote that, you know, um, America's gross confused rights. You know, I'd like this line, the rights of the individual and our obligations to society. So obvious shooters in both Texas and Highland Park, they were insane and dangerous. Anyone bothering to look could see certain family members are close friends. The killers physically presented themselves the world as demons you'd meet in hell. On social media, they posted sick, violent videos and pictures. They made threats. The Highland Park shooter threatened to kill his family. Police had been to the house, removed his weapons. The Texas shooter made threats online, posted pictures of dead cats. They were loners in the heads, obsessed with social media. And all of that is true. But they're becoming our, our problem. So now we do have Pat Cordalesa. Now, Pat, unfortunately, we are up against the one o'clock news. So I'm going to talk to Pat during the news. We will bring him back. I'll have you on the line, Pat. Um, uh, We'll just do the phone because next hour is radio only. So unfortunately, now we do have Pat. And um, what we're going to do, I'll just bring him up um, quickly. So there he is. There's our friend. Pat Cordalesa. Pat, I'm going to um, I'm going to talk to you during the one o'clock news. We'll get you on the phone next hour. We'll get you on the phone next hour just because we're about to go into the radio only portion uh, of things. So um, we are going to talk. There's a good promo, folks. Next hour, Pat Cordalesa. We're going to be also we're going to um, we will be doing one after dark later, folks. What we're going to do right now is we're going to break for the one o'clock news. And then the power hour is next. A lot more ahead on the John DePietro show. We're going to be back on the other side after the one o'clock news right here on the John DePietro show. Someone opened fire outside a bar.